It has been two years since the trade galaxy was shaken to its core by the actions of a single, mismatched, multi-species crew. Whatever you think of the heroes of Yentao, also known as the Space Squad, one thing is certain. All eyes are watching for whatever they do next. Last time in the Maelstrom Galaxy, you went with Schlurp, or should I say, Interstellar Rising Star Synth Rhythm, to the biggest gig of their career so far, a charity bash put on by Pluween Pop Princess and your bitter rival Luella. Funds were raised for the rebuilding efforts, egos were bruised, legs were pricked by mysterious pains. It was all fun and shenanigans, until a siren went off. A very particular siren with a very particular meaning. You may have just been watching a princess, but a queen was about to take centre stage. We pick up now with the cheers and slightly hysterical cries of New Annalie's Pelter still ringing in your ears. It is a euphoric aura and you cannot blame them. The scenario is perfect. They have a queen and therefore a future, but their minds remain their own. I have an important question. When you finish watching The Malt of Sunset, do you head back to the gig or do you just kind of meander away? Like, what do you do after? Why the fuck would I want to go back to the gig? Well, Corel wants to have a, have a few words with all y'all. I still want to go back to the gig to see if I can get my stuff. Oh, that's true. <laughs> like, why would I want to go see Luella? Faraday would maybe ask Junie if she wanted to go see Luella because they're friends and then she could see Oh, Nani yeah, no, well. Junie would want to go back and see Luella. Um, I think Junie looks down at Laura like, Lorelei and it's just like, where are you going? I think I would like to speak with Loella. Uh, yeah, sure, I can introduce you. I assume someone's unhandcuffed. Oh yeah, no. Tamayal has unhandcuffed you and has like, apologised 17 times. It's fine, it's fine, it's fine. I know, I'm just, I'm really sorry for like... It was the right thing to do. Don't worry about it. Also, the way you've done his voice is so... I get... I gave him a really deep voice. All right. <laughs> I just have a cold today. That's why I sound different. <laughs> Corel, I think you said you wanted to talk to Ulial before we head off. Yes. So, where do we go from here? With Sunset? Hmm. We teach her, we guide her, and just maybe... We raise a different kind of queen than what the galaxy has ever known before. Sounds like a plan. And in front of you, Sunset shrieks and then hurls herself directly against the window where you are. <laughs> and Uliol, Uliol stares at her without twitching and it just goes, Seems like we have a lot to do. It was another matter, relatively minor, but Corel pulls out the bottles of, of Acti that they took. Ah! Oh, I see you party. Ah, yes. The Teresial vintage. Very good. Ah, uh, yes. Krell draws attention to the clear signs of it being smuggled in. I did recognise the bottle, I have to be honest, Corell. It's been a very long time since I've had some of this particular vintage. And he kind of looks a little bit lost in memories for a second. And then he just goes, well, um, smuggled, I assume? Yes, I was just wondering if we had, if you'd we'd had any reports of such activities going on. 
It might it might be nothing. It just it concerns me that there might the potential contacts, particularly here. You understand. He nods and goes, I will put out feelers. But Corel, in my old age, I am starting to wonder whether it is so bad for us to have a little bit of contact with the old empire. Strictly monitored, this, and he taps the bottle again, this is casual and therefore unsafe, but there are things I miss that I think we could benefit from. And not just alcohol. Grell gives we are a bit of a look. You can disagree. Given that... Surely while the queens are still in the position they are, surely not in good conscience. To be contrary, Anaset Atifalcor is the most stable queen the Apeldon Empire has ever known. Yes, but she's still... She's still who she is. I know. But I look at this queen, and he gestures to Sansa, and he goes, and I wonder how much of a queen's temperament is determined by the way she is raised and the way she is treated. I remember when we would take the larval queens and put them into the queen delve. We would seal them in and... The survivor would be the one that we would raise up. And I wonder, I think now, having lived alongside Araswati and Pluene and humans and Namazir and seen how they treat their young, I question the wisdom of the old ways. But I also question complete rejection of what we were. We are still a pelter. I... I am starting to believe we need to find a middle road. A people that has a queen, but treats her kindly. A people that does not scrub away the culture we once had, but updates it, makes it accessible, makes it good. Am I being sentimental? Not unreasonably. But surely we're not at a point where we can have a proper meeting of minds. Actually, that's a terrible turn of phrase in the circumstances. With the current regime in in the Empire. I think that it's not entirely off the table. But I think it needs to be on our terms in our space. And he kind of sighs and looks kind of... Like a complicated expression crosses his face, like certain, but also sad for a second. He goes, I am very confident that I will never see Anatar or Anaset myself. I will never see that planet again. I regret this only a little. I am endlessly glad for all of you and for what we did in making the new colony. I'm going to insight check Ulyal. I just want to see if he's holding anything back in this conversation. Remember that I did give you a bardic. Oh, yeah. Yep. So what's up the bardic? Uh, D10. All right. So with the bardic, because why not? That's a 34. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) Okay. With a 34, Corel, you look at Ulial and you look at his complicated expressions. You've never seen him so wavering. Ulial has always been a pillar to you. 
He's always seemed larger than life, this statue, this certain being who has always guided you and the colony forwards into a future which is different and separate from the Empire. You look at him now with that role and you realise Uliel's getting old. His exoskeleton is a bit chafed. His eyes are a bit duller than they used to be. His shoulders are a bit more sloped. He's getting old. And you see him kind of holding this bottle, looking at this young queen. And I will say to you, you get this sensation that Uliel might have more to do with that bottle than he's letting on. And that he does seem to not regret the new colony, I don't think Uliel could ever regret the new colony. He loves all of the Apelter in it fiercely and unabashedly. But I think he is an old man who misses some of the things he once knew. I will... I will think on what you've said. Thank you, Corel. By all means, keep the bottle for inspection. I give, a, I give the Apelter equivalent of a wink. <laughs> He holds the bottle a bit tighter than he needs to, and he says, thank you. I think Crick and Schlepp were going to go backstage and get Schlepp's stuff, yep. and the yeah. rest of you were just kind of go and try and catch the, the, the end of the concert and talk to Luella, was the plan. Yeah, um, I, want, I want my stuff. Okay, uh, yeah, you can take the disc back if you want, like it's still there. I think on the way, I, I think I'm just going to do a disguise self this time. I'll just look exactly as I did before. Okay. The disc rises up and soars back to the northeast towards Freeglade and the concert. And as you're kind of soaring under the night sky and the huge pale blue disc of the gas giant that rather orbits, you see a hey, like a, like a cloud of bright lights rise up from this distant stage and start to form shapes and patterns in the sky. Uh, Laura, Luella is putting on a, a drone display over the crowd. You're having to kind of duck, your, your disc probably has to descend a bit to pass safely beneath it, but you're kind of flying through these shapes as they kind of form nearby and above you. Lorelei, you just spent the last two weeks with the to really children, Aya and Pima. And in that time, what did you do with them? I think the first thing, the very first thing I did was establish a point of contact, find a way to begin learning their language and have them begin learning ours to make sure we could communicate because with, without proper communication, how are they going to trust us? I think Marty's been working very closely with you on that, helping you. Yeah, I think... We've been trying our hardest to establish a way that they're comfortable communicating with us and working out what environment they're most comfortable in. Because the only uh, truly environment we've seen before is a silo, which is an inherently like unwelcoming space. Yeah, it's just trying to work out how to make them as comfortable as possible. There's been zero focus on trying to learn anything from them or uh, using them as an asset. Could you roll me? I don't want to call it a persuasion check. I think I might just call it a straight charisma. That's an eight. Okay, I can work with an eight. I think that Pima in particular, being the younger of the two, is excruciatingly shy. 
she's very, very nervous, both of you and Marty, and Aya is extremely protective of her, which makes a lot of sense given the situation. I think that they don't really talk very much to you because they're so nervous. Like they kind of have their rote repeated phrases, which they'll sometimes say, but they're very, very scared. And like, I think the most you've ever gotten out of Pima was her asking for where her parents were, which was heartbreaking in all the worst ways. I think like the only thing they would do that they seem to enjoy doing in your presence was like drawing. So they would draw pictures a lot of the time, but otherwise would just kind of, I think like it would be like the drawing would be the shield. Like they would just kind of look down at the paper and do that instead of looking at you. Yeah, that's fine. So uh, the second I realized it was drawing they enjoyed, I would have gone out to get them done like the overzealous aunt thing. You don't see your aunt very often, but she knows about the things you enjoy. And when you see her, she gives you all of the things to do with the thing that you enjoy. So Lorelei has probably spent like a good few hours in like art and craft shops and just gotten everything possible for them to have something to enjoy. Can you roll me another charisma check with advantage? Because they are small children and small children love gel pens and things like that. That is an 18. A lot of those pictures, like, initially you tried to talk to them and it scared them and they retreated into themselves. And then you caught them drawing on things like napkins or you started getting them paper and crayons and gel pens and those 3D pens that let them draw 3D shapes. And they, it's like they blossomed, they opened up and they didn't talk very much still. They were still very traumatized and very quiet, but they drew pictures for you, Lorelei. Oh no. They drew you pictures and... They drew little little sketches of a white and grey Araswati in a big starry cape. Lorelei doesn't let them see, but she cries a lot. No! They're actually pretty good. I would say Aya in particular is actually pretty good at drawing. And Pima's are mostly scribbles because she baby. But Aya's are pretty good. And there's a few things which would be a bit weird about his drawing. So most of the time he'd draw really quite good things like impressive things you could tell what they were he'd remember details he would do the thing where you draw a side profile dog but he would remember to draw the other leg on the other side but he would also draw a couple things badly a lot which was kind of confusing so one of the things he would do is he would draw pictures of like what you think might have been a landscape of some kind like but like a really weird one that doesn't make sense where the mountains are kind of like step shaped. It kind of looked like a Lego picture, if that makes sense. Which is kind of weird, because he was good at drawing. The thing I'm bringing attention to right now, Lorelei, as you fly on this disc back towards the concert with these this drone display going on around you, is as you fly through this sky and under those moving lights, you remember something about those drawings. You'd always been distracted by the kind of geometric nonsensical landscape but there was also another really consistent feature of those drawings and that was the sky the sky was always drawn like you always kind of thought it was sharing paper like just drawing other pictures inside the sheet of paper to save space as you see this drone display and the shapes it takes around you you realize he was drawing constellations and that means you can find out where that was Oh, damn. The disc lands at the west gate where it took off from. 
Crick and Schlepp are going to backstage, yeah? Yeah, to get my stuff. I was on the stage and I guess like whatever I left in my changing room. Yeah, could you make a perception check for me? Should I do one too? Uh, if you want to. 16. 7. Oh, well, I'm glad I uh, helped. I think... Oh, your phone's blowing up because you're getting loads of... You did a really good check for your performance. So you're getting loads of new follows on Novapix. So oh, I'm, I'm going to say you're like distracted as shit because you're getting a lot of like messages and likes and interactions on like quite old posts and all sorts of people finding you after the concert, which is really cool. So you're very distracted. Yeah, just me like, just like, it just keeps going up. I know, it's so great. But we're here to find your stuff. Uh, uh, and right. <laughs> I have seen it. Have yes, I? yes, yeah. you have. <laughs> okay. Yes, you have. It's been, you find Schlepp's stuff just backstage in a room very close to the stage. It's all really neatly laid out and labeled. There's a plate of biscuits and a bottle of wine next to it. And then there's a little post-it note stuck to the wine that just says, have a good night. And then smiley face, L. We should take the wine. Someone might want it. Wait, wait, Schlepp, why don't you want to eat the biscuits? can't eat <laughs> i've only got this guy self up at the moment oh which is right 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 right, right. Got it's, it's, it's schlep and crick the situation of santa where you have to like get him to bite the biscuits for you <laughs> crick please bite some biscuits okay okay you don't have to eat them just 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 bite a few i eat one of the biscuits is it a chocolate hobnob it's not a chocolate hobnob i'll say Luella's is a plumine so this is like almost like a chocolatey ritz cracker oh um, do you meet the others and uh, did you? where did the rest of you go? Do you go back to the box? Do you steal more food? <laughs> um, I think Friday and Junie were going back to the box. I'm not sure where Corella and Lorelei were going. I'm going to go back to the box and I'm just waiting for the end of the show to get introduced. But other than that, I'm just sort of sat in a corner sipping a drink. I think Corella's come back to the box. I actually would like to have a word with Lorelei. So, uh, how are our guests doing? Understandably, it's quite slow going. They don't talk much, but with Marty's help and what you started, we've been able to uh, sort of map the beginnings of their language. They like to draw, which hmm. they're pretty good, I'm not going to lie. It's very interesting to look at. But one thing that the drones up there have helped me notice is some of the pictures have constellations in them. Oh, so yes, I think I, I know what you're, you're getting at. If not me by myself, definitely me and you together, we can probably work out where they grew up. Yeah, that is, that's exciting. So tomorrow morning, maybe in the KJ we try to keep it with only one or two people being in the room with them at once. And I know how enthusiastic but well, both of us can get when we first find things out. But once we have an idea of where they're from, uh, I think it would be good for the two of us to go in and show them pictures of the night sky where we think they might be referencing. Yes, yes. What time would be best for you? Hmm. <laughs> uh, given, given today, I was planning to 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 drink a lot, so maybe later in the morning. Yes, uh, <laughs> let's go. Ooh, the fascinating role play I'm of scheduling. Make them. I'm gonna. That's gonna be the fucking talking head for that episode. Is Corella and Lorelei trying to make an appointment? <laughs> 
Meet by the bubble tea place at midday. How about that? Sounds good. My turn, my turn. Yes. Faraday and Jeannie walk to like the balcony. Mm -hmm. And then how busy is Luella's balcony at the moment? There are, I mean, about five or six a pelter have left. So there's probably only about nine or ten people left. I guess we push we push you into Luella's balcony, but then we see it's quite crowded. So we like hop across to to synths. You exit uh, through the door and go in through the other door. No, yeah. jump, jump, no, jump. It's Farad- a hole. Faraday died because she tried to jump over a balcony. <laughs> it looked sick, but oh dear. <laughs> a dance with me? You know I'm a terrible dancer. Well, that makes two of us. Yeah, but you look pretty well doing it. So do you. No, you do. <laughs> look, like you said, it's been an unusual date. So let's just do something nice. All right. And then she kisses you and she's like, I, you know, I love you. I love you too, darling. And then she just picks you up and is like, oh, is this what you meant by dancing? <laughs> no. Is this what you no, meant by dancing? No, meant. Put me down. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. Corel has downed a bottle of vac tea and then looks over to say, woo! <laughs> <laughs> Lorelei was very much intending to go back to her cushion throne, so she sees this happening and just goes away and makes a new cushion throne. <laughs> <laughs> Is Shlop a crook there by now? <laughs> yeah, you'll have got the event. You, you kind of come in to see Corel, Judy, and Faraday, Ooh. probably kind of drunkenly, like, Corel drunkenly, just kind of the three of them dancing together on the balcony. I'm, I join in the dancing. Uh, is Dana still in Lorelei's cushion throne being surrounded by these people dancing? <laughs> she is watching with amusement. Lorelei goes up and asks her to dance. <laughs> Dana says, Oh, uh, Yes, I would love to dance, as long as it is only to dance. Yes? Oh, yes, I have a girlfriend, but it seems mean to be dancing around and not invite you to join us. I would like that. And her markings kind of light up brightly, and she takes your hand and will dance with you. She's very brusque. It's like being frog-marched. After a few minutes, Lorelei gets conspiratorial with Dana to try and get Crick to dance. Uh, wing woman <laughs> well Mitchell does not like to dance I'm sure there is a tragic reason backstory why there always is with Mitchell but you know you <laughs> learn to deal with it Mitchell hi Dana would you like to dance fine fine I'll do it I'll do it I'll do it yeah Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, and um, Lorelei, do you dance with them as well? <laughs> I go up to Crick and I'm like, may I please sit on your shoulders? <laughs> yes, of course. So Lorelei gets her, her communicator out and does it in the air like a like a lighter. Aww, that's Aww. so cute. <laughs> yes. oh, this is so cute. Can I be like, Nanu, come and join us? Yeah, Nanu, uh, she's a plumine, so she, just, she does jump the balcony. <laughs> And um, comes and joins you as well. And she like um, wraps her arms around you and Junie's like, she's, she's, she's quite drunk, I will say. She's like, her feathers are all kind of fluffy. And she's just like, I'm so glad you found Junie. She's so cool. She is cool. She is cool. So I pointed Junie, you are very cool. Don't let anyone tell you different. And that includes yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, um, thank you, Corel. 
And she's kind of grabs you by the elbow and is like, do you need a chair? Are you all right? Fine. This is the good vibes box. Good vibes. Good vibes. Good vibes. Yeah. Good vibes squad. And as the group of you all dance in Schlurp's very mediocre box and have a very good time with your shitty water cooler and two chairs, on stage there's a final flash of pyrotechnics and then... Luella is standing under a spotlight and the crowd goes quiet and she says, I just want to like, thank you like so much for coming out tonight. I don't know about you guys, but life hasn't been easy for the last hundred years in the like maelstrom. I think we all know it. I know it personally. I know that a lot of you tonight know it like personally too. And I'm just so proud of us and of New Analu, and I'm so glad I can, like, give back to this city that we all love and have found, like, a new home in. Thank you all. And the lights go dark. And the concert is over. Oh, my God. Did you just boo? No, woo! Oh, I thought (laughs) you were booing. Hey, Synth is booing Luella for <laughs> raising money for charity. Yeah, 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 not... Life is hard. No, they said woo. And down in the crowds, they people start the people start to kind of mill around and slowly filter out and exit. And maybe fifteen minutes later, you hear a voice outside the door to Synth's box say no, 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 like, it's it's okay, like, thank you so much, Um, I've got it from here, I, I can carry my own stuff, thank you so much, have a good night, here's a tip, 50's enough, right? Uh, who gives a shit, 500? Cool, have a great night on me, and um, across the gap in the other booth, a Pluine enters the balcony wearing, like, just a casual hoodie, and you can see, like, the hood is up, and but you, you do recognise Luella. The Room Where It Happened is an actual play podcast built on communal world building and having fun with friends. Currently, we're exploring a world called Bleed, a sci-fi setting pulling elements from westerns and setting a space version of our home of Appalachia. It's a place still recovering from conflict, where resources and labor are less exports and more things to be taken for the more prosperous parts of the galaxy, with little thought given to those it is taken from. The Bleed is a place where people find strength in each other and do what is needed to make ends meet, whether or not the means are strictly legal. It's a place where the objects of work and war are beginning to wake up and decide to take their destiny into their own metaphorical hands. So join us as we follow a found family as they search for that next job and maybe something a little deeper too. You can find new episodes every Monday on Spotify or your podcatcher of choice. Just search for The Room Where It Happened and check us out on Twitter at RoomWherePod. I think I try to, like, duck. <laughs> 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 
Lorelei clambers down off of Crick's shoulders. Dunk. Schlurp planks their way to the floor. What do the rest of you do? Uh, Nana, you should you should go and you know go and it's okay. Oh, are you sure? Like, I can stay. You should go. Go and congratulate her. Okay. And she like runs out through the door and then into the other balcony and hugs Luella from behind. And Luella turns and is like, oh my God, like, hi, I missed you so much. Did you like the shirt? Whoa. Do you, you need a chair? How? Okay. I'm glad you had a good time. I think she'll ask from the floor. Do they have a, do they have a thing? I don't know about you guys, I say loudly, but I had a great time in this box. <laughs> it was the best box I could have hoped for. And I thought, like, Synth Rhythm did a really good job. Craig, so you don't have to lie about the first part. <laughs> I did have a good time. That's not a lie. <laughs> did you see me making a deception roll? No. And um, over in the other box, Luella's head swivels around and she kind of goes... Oh, yeah, like, Synth did such a good job, didn't they? Like, what a nice set. And I loved the kind of quiet, intimate feel of it all. That was really cool. I've never seen that, like, done on such a big stage. Can I do an insight check from the yeah, floor? Yeah, can I do an insight check? Yeah, sure. Got Everybody. 27. 21. Um, well, feel free to share your insights with me because I rolled a nine. <laughs> So please do share them. Blinded by fatherly affection. Yeah, just just ridiculously angry. <laughs> she seems she seems pretty genuine about it. Like there's an undercurrent there. I think the highest role, people with the highest roles, um if anything, I think you pick up an undercurrent of like a little bit of anxiety of like they did a really good job. Oh, how did I do? Like I would say that's what you pick up actually. I think that feels guilty but also Guilty because they're secretly a little bit pleased with that and they don't necessarily like that. I'm just going to stay on the floor. Yeah, they're still on the floor. <laughs> you would have to have like knelt up and peeked over the balcony rail to be able to see her, is what I will say. Okay, I, I, do, I did a little peek. The, the peekiest peek. Um, she spots your head poke up and just goes, Oh, Synth! Hi! I like didn't realise you'd already come back to your box. Are these all your friends? Yeah, I think Shlove <laughs> gets up fully down. Uh, yeah, these are my, yeah, these these are my friends. And she kind of looks at your box and just goes, did you not, like, get the rest of the stuff? Oh, oh, no, I remember. Um, yes, sorry, I, like, totally forgot about that. Um, it was, I just want to say, I meant to say something about it, like, earlier, but I thought it was really cool that your publicist um, asked to not have all the buffet and stuff. Um, so that you could donate more money to the relief aid efforts. I thought that was like so cool. And I feel so silly that I didn't do the same thing. Uh, yeah, you know, you know, it's, a, you know, it's all for the people of New Anlu. Why should I have all the fancy food and stuff? Yeah, why should like we have big fancy food in these boxes and, and all those chairs and, and, and booze and stuff? Oh, well, I mean, there's plenty like here if you want some. Oh, I'm good. Hide the food, hide the food. <laughs> okay, well, have a really good night. And, um, Synth, I will see you soon on Nova Picks. Yeah, see, yeah, see you soon. You'll, you also had a good set. You know, the main set. Oh, I know I did, baby. And she turns away. Carell lead, leads over Edge Lurp's direction. She seems nice. 
I glare at Corel and I put my hand on. She is when other people are around. Hey, babe, do you want to go say hi? Uh, to Luella. I mean, look at her and Nanu, and they're like they're like beak to beak, like swaying. And Jeannie's like, I mean, like I love Luella, but I'm not going near that. Yeah, that's fair enough. That looks pretty intense. I was um hoping to talk to her in person but uh i think you're right i don't want to interrupt what looks like a nice cool down after a stressful evening yeah i mean like the drone show's still going we can just enjoy the lights and i don't know about you guys but i am absolutely taking out the offer of like the free food synth do you maybe want to go into a bathroom and uh switch over to an altar self if you're going to be in a packed balcony that is a very good point. <laughs> Are we all going to the other balcony then? Sounds like it. Well, um, okay. There is a lot to celebrate. Synth knocked it out of the park. True. And Sunset isn't going to take over the colony. Cautious optimism. <laughs> <laughs> so do we all go to the other balcony? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. I do go to the bathroom, but then I come back as... So I'd be like, oh, oh, hey, guys, I was in the audience. Wow. You got- <laughs> wow, Synth. <laughs> yeah, what did you think of Synth Rhythm, Slurp? Well, they were, they were really something. Wow, just the, the kind of that mood they had. It was really, really, in- really impressive. I know, I agree. It was great. Wait, so Synth Rhythm <laughs> left. Ghost, synth it? Rhythm left, yeah. And then Slurp came in. He only waited a few minutes. When Lorelei said that to Slurp, she meant go all to self it so you can come back as Synth. Oh shit! Oh no! Yeah, oh, no thought, that would have been a better idea. I thought you knew that's what she meant. I thought you were doing this on purpose, Shona. Oh no! Can we retcon this? Please, please can we retcon this? <laughs> hey! <laughs> I hope I don't cheat any level two spells. Ah! Oh, that's so daft! I love it. Um, yeah, I go to the bathroom, but I can't stop myself again, so I'm fleshy, and I'm probably partaking in some drink. Do you just party the night away? I think we just party. Yes. Whoop whoop. That sounds lovely. Yeah, you dance and you drink and you eat good food all in the company of one another. And the night whiles away and the party winds down. The field below is empty. You can see people wandering through it with like litter pickers cleaning up. And yeah, you're free to go. What do you want to do next? Do you want to like time skip to like researching constellations? Like what do you want to do? If she isn't too drunk, Lorelei wanted to catch Loella. Oh yeah, you can catch her at the, at the on the balcony, preferably alone. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, I'll say that later in the night. Nanu's gone to go get some food from the buffet. Hello. Oh, like hi. It's uh, uh you're one of the Yentao heroes, right? Yes, uh, it's Lorelei. It's a pleasure to meet you. It's like so cool to meet you too. I can't believe you like. Flew a spaceship around that like giant worm thing. That was really cool. I didn't fly it myself, but it was it was certainly an experience. You were very good tonight. Oh my god, like thank you so much. I like really appreciate that. Everyone has been saying how lovely you are. And you are. But not to synth and i don't understand why oh you mean like our friendly rivalry like synth isn't very nice to me either you know it's all part of it 
I'm aware I'm going to talk to them about it because it seems incredibly unnecessary. You are both incredibly good at what you do and whilst I understand they can, as someone who spends quite a bit of time with them, they can be grating, I think tonight shows ultimately the two of you want the same things and care about very similar things. So, um, I don't want either of you to get your feelings hurt from a rivalry that you don't really need to have. Okay, so, like, here's the thing. We're both adults, and I really appreciate you, like, talking to me, and it's very nice that you're, like, concerned about your friend, but we'll probably sort it out between ourselves. This is true, but yes, I just want you to know that there's no hard feelings here and I really appreciate and admire what you do. There's no hard feelings, but you're here giving me the shovel talk? Yeah, I... I'm a chronic mum friend. I know that feeling. Listen, since a grown-up, they can, like, take care of themselves and fight <laughs> their own battles. But trust me, you've not seen my DMs. They can be vicious. I tend to avoid social media it's um it's a bit too much for me either way have a fabulous evening with your partner uh we're i mean like it's like the third date so we're not uh your person you seem highly enamored with i mean like she's really nice she is and lorelei just puts a hand on her shoulder and says you are very good don't don't forget that. Quell's actually on their side and can't actually get up. <laughs> <laughs> I think Slurp's also a little something, and they're just kind of poking them. It's like you're a, like you're a big old turtle. <laughs> <laughs> Lorelei transforms into a giant plant creature and takes Corel home. Ooh. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Why? <laughs> 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 Would it be possible to do some sort of engineering work to help, like, everything that got broken? Like, I don't need to roll for it, but I would like her to spend her time... Everything that got broken? Where? During like... the meteor and stuff. Oh, yeah, you can do some patchwork um, helping the relief effort. That's absolutely fine. I'll take a couple... I'll take a engineering check for that. Okay. 29. Yeah, um, you managed to patch several businesses. You help a couple of neighbours get their electronic signage working again. You patch some roofs. You do some good work around New Analu. And you get some more business to springs and things as a result. Which obviously wasn't your aim, but it is a consequence of it. I will say that during the next couple of weeks, as Faraday's kind of patching, the I imagine Corel and Lorelei are probably putting their heads together to try and work out what to do next. Have you guys told the rest? Will you have told everybody else about this? Or is this something you're kind of working on? I think I would have told them, but um, also I think in my room on the KJ2, I have like a mount to put my spherical star map in. So it sort of projects it onto the rest of the room so it's easier for other people to see what it's projecting oh cool Ooh. so we 
spend most of our time in there being like, hmm, I think it might be this bit of the galaxy. Click, click, click. It, is the is the rotation correct there? I'm not sure. Mm, I could try calling my grandmother, but she's never turned her communicator on. I thought maybe uh, here? Well, I'll wait. No, no, that one, that one matches, that one doesn't. Ugh. I think throughout the schlep, it's making sure they have food. So occasionally they just kind of knock on the door with a, <laughs> with a plate of snacks. What a bunch of nerds. <laughs> Lorelei, do you have the drawings? Do you take your drawings up to the room so Corel can see them and stuff as well? Yeah, and then... Yeah, I imagine we're, we're using the drawings as a reference. I'm going to take a... I think a history from Corel and a survival from Lorelei. Uh, that's a nat one for me. I'm sorry. Okay, no pressure. Ugh. Uh, seven. I think that there's something really important that you've forgotten, that your char- like your characters have forgotten in what they're trying to look up and search for. Stars moved. Planets moved. Are we looking at this from the perspective of it has to be from a planet in its current placement? Oh god, it's that level. This is the time gap we're working with, apparently. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like tectonic plates take millennia to move but they do move so do planets maybe we could ask marty marty might know and maybe dr malcolm it will be a roundabout conversation but he might know something anything's worth a try so does that mean you go visit the jellyfish yes there's only so many times i want to describe the commute from (laughs) new analia to the jellyfish i'm like you know you fly there it's all good. It's very cool and aesthetic. Um, if you're going to go visit the jellyfish about this, do you take other people with you or is it just the two of you? I'm fine either way. I'd offer it to everyone, but um, sort of be like, me and Corel will probably go off and do our thing, but if you're wanting to visit. I think Shlove's been doing a lot of social media stuff recently. They just want to fucking break. It's like, please, please. I'm playing with my trains. So just just Shlove. Just Choo-choo! <laughs> I think you're coming with us by virtue of the fact that your trains are on the ship. <laughs> yeah, oh, Crick's think... being flown there, but he can stay in his room. Yeah, you're staying Wait. in your room with your trains. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I got checked. But I'm coming out because it's like, I've been in my room too long. I've done too much social media. I need a break. Corel, Lorelei, and Schlepp are heading into the jellyfish to meet with Marty and Dr. Malcolm. So um, Aya and Pima have been kept in the jellyfish. They're kind of staying maybe like a floor beneath the Lady Zenith in like a little little private apartment. When you get when you enter out into the Lady Zenith's like antechamber, Marty's there waiting for you. The Lady Zenith isn't there, interestingly. Hello, uh, kids are feeling pretty good today. They've done loads of drawing already. So if you want to talk to them at any point, I think they'll be quite receptive. But um, you want to talk, talk to me today, didn't you? Yes, um, the, the, the drones from the concert the other day. Oh, yeah. Made me realise these um, things in the sky are constellations. I didn't recognise it at first because they're not the constellations that we use. Oh, my God. And that means we can find the planet they're drawing. Well, we that's our first thought, but... We are concerned that um, interstellar drift is also a factor here. Oh, that's true. It's been a long time since the Torelli were a thing. The stars will be different. Just enough to make it complicated. You could do something where you're looking for like a similar-ish constellation shape, given the fact that the stars will move. I don't know. I'm just spitboiling. Some of these stars might not even exist. We might be looking for 
place with supernova or white dwarves or... This is a really stupid question. But have you investigated the mountains in the pictures? I know they look kind of weird, but I feel like I've seen them somewhere before. But the thing about mountains is that they also erode and go away, so we have to bear that in mind. Yeah, what's the average erosion rate of a mountain? A few million years, it's... And even that varies on terms of atmospheric conditions. And what rock they're made of. I'm trying to think of slurpers here, because if they are, they're just like nodding Zoned like... Zoned out. Yes. Like, yeah. Yes, I know these things. Here's the thing, right? If the mountains aren't there and the stars aren't, aren't there, how do you find this place? And Because I've talked to the kids a little bit more than you, Lorelei, and they've never talked about this picture thing as if it's their home. They call it... It might be, but they always call it... What is it? Zuzu's house. I don't know if I'm mistranslating Zuzu, but it sounds like a name. But it doesn't sound like their names. It sounds like a nickname. Based on Corel's previous insights into the language and general knowledge, could Corel figure out what Zuzu might mean even slightly? Roll me a history check with advantage. That was a four twice. The name Zuzu is familiar. You feel that pang of recognition, but you can't... It's like on the tip of the ting tongue, but you can't bring it back. Would I recognize it? You did hear it too. It, is it um the, 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 the tortoise turtle man? The big man with the big jaw? The general. Yeah. Corel says Zuzu like 15 times, and Lorelei suddenly has a light bulb moment of like, huh, big, big tortoise person? Big tortoise, I remember, because big. So this is the big tortoise planet? Yeah, I think this might be, or at least one of the planets that's the large tortoise-like reptilian species lived on. Okay, well, that's helpful, because we could look for fossils and things. Or we could look for planets, obviously climates change but we could look try and look at planets that have a climate that could be beneficial to a reptilian based species well we don't know how reptilian i mean they may have been endothermic exothermic it may be completely a coincidence that they happen to resemble something that we might otherwise describe as tortoises this is all very complicated uh, lorelei's going a little bit cross-eyed <laughs> I think Marty kind of pulls out one of the drawings and presses it into your hands, Lorelei, and she says, just follow a hunch for me. And like, that Mitchell, Mitchell, um, he was raised on Earth, right? Yes. Show him that. I just, I feel like I learned about it at some point and I don't remember what it was, but I learned about it on a trip to Earth when I was like eight. We'll come with you, obviously, Schlurp, but do you want to be the one to knock on the door? I don't like to interrupt him when it's train time. <laughs> I've, I've learned how to deal with him when it's train time. you got to, like, lead into it, and it's, it requires a tone. Uh, does Marty... Are you inviting Marty to come with you? Uh, yes, always. L Lorelei is now feeling bad that we did not invite Marty to the concert. Take a knock on the door. Permission to come in, Conductor? 
Corel Sniggers. Shona, you <laughs> goblin. <laughs> you unbelievable gremlin. <laughs> so good. All aboard. <laughs> then I, I give, give the thumbs up and then I open the door. They, they come in and Crick's room, it's got like the... Everything has been pushed back to the side and the floor is just like a model train set with like lots of intricate things like stations. There's like suspended bridge tracks and there's like trees and little people. And there's like uh, an electric train going around the uh, the track, around and around the track. Crick's watching it and um, he's wearing, he is wearing a little conductor's hat. I love it. That's so cute. Should I have definitely bought him that? <laughs> so good. So then he looks up and he's like, uh, uh, I thought it was just you, Slurp. Um, Sorry, uh, these guys needed to, t- needed to talk to you and I said I could, and I said I could get, get them in. Please forgive me. He hides the hat. Hello, what can I do for you? We want you to look at a picture. That's it? Uh, yes, um, Lorelei walks up and... Oh! Oh yeah, that looks like an Aztec temple. It's not, it's not quite... It, but the basic similar structure. Yeah, I, I built one of those in year five with Luna Barnes. I, did I really mis- dig an artificial structure for a mountain? I mean, to be fair, he did it with Crayon. Thank you, Crick. That's been very helpful. I think it's helped with perspective. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a building, yeah. Wait, what did you think it was? Corral? <laughs> well, originally... I was pretty stuck on the idea that it was a geometric mountain. I I was so stuck on it. I'm not sure if Grell questioned it. I mean, I'm I'm not a I'm not a geologist. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you thought the little babies did their best with the drawings with their only babies. I'm sorry. I'm glad I could help. What what's what's next then? What's the what's going on? Um. Well, well, what do we do from here? <laughs> If you have a way to like project a store map to the kids, they might be able to help. I do. I might have to. My podium is currently fixed in my room, but uh, I think maybe if we got Faraday, me and Faraday could put it on wheels and we could wheel it up because I think it might be a bit too much of a shock to the system to come onto the KJ. Well, it sounds like we've got a plan. Crow would like to do one more history check. Go ahead. Because now that they've, they're starting to think about buildings rather than mountains, and that's a little more in their wheelhouse. Yeah, a... I will give you advantage. Would you Would you welcome a bardic? Yeah, I'd welcome a bardic. <laughs> okay, yeah, you you've got a bardic. Thank you. Even with that, I only got to a ten. <laughs> oh my god, guys! Quick question. Yeah. Can I do a history check? Um. Can I do a history check? I want check? to see what happens. How are you trying to do a history check? You're trying to think of, like, the history of the Maelstrom, legends about buildings. Yes. Crick, disadvantage. Oh, okay. Because you grew up on Earth, you have no clue. Schlurp? A straight check for Schlurp. Okay. Sevens both times. Ooh. 22. Okay. Wow. Galling. Schlurp. Kind of, you've been kind of nodding along, like, oh my god, they're talking about ge- like geography and erosion rates. I, 
why am I here? <laughs> like, oh god, this, is, this isn't what I'm good with. <laughs> this isn't anything that I'm good at. But you are an artist. You're a creative person. And as you're kind of like nodding along, and they started now being like, ooh, buildings. You've kind of you're kind of glancing over their shoulders at these drawings and just kind of still kind of thinking to yourself, probably thinking about a tune or a song that you've been writing, still a bit zoned out. Um, you look at those temples these temples that they thought were mountains and you look at those constellations and I think that you've seen something which is alarmingly similar and yet different at the same time a very long time ago how long ago back when you were just a core in a lab oh god the Suresh the Araswati AI technician who built you had lots of posters and prints all over his lab because he slept there. Like he basically just worked constantly and he had lots of posters and prints and you spent a lot of time staring at those posters and prints before he was, before he thought to give you arms and legs and a body. You spent a lot of time just sat there staring. And I think one of those prints featured a landscape, which was really similar to this. There wasn't a stepped pyramid in the poster that you grew up with but you remember seeing a landscape where the view and the slopes were almost identical to this drawing. And you remember seeing stars that were just off from this drawing. And you remember seeing a landscape where these kind of yellow sands were dotted with tall, black, unusually shaped mountains, almost like they could be the crumbled cores of these temples. It's like seeing... It's like seeing a really like ancient polished version of that poster. I think like that memory comes back to you and you're there like, huh, that, no, surely not. Um, I might've seen something like these before now that I'm, cause Schlepp hasn't seen these pictures before. They haven't really been interacting with the children. I've seen something like this before. I will see as well. It was like a visit poster, like visit here. Where have you do, seen? I, do I remember what the name was? Yes, on that roll you do. What is you it? You remember that it was a poster that said, Visit Yamaten. So I think that might be Yamaten. I'm sorry. Can I quickly run up to my room and shove my star map into the podium and click it round and spin it until it is as if you were looking from Yamaten outward. You click through the northern hemisphere and it doesn't look right. But then you click through to what the southern hemisphere would see and it's not quite the same. But one of the most dominant constellations that Io would draw is this constellation of that almost looks like some kind of giant scorpion. And the tail isn't there in this um, perspective, but the claws are. The claws are bang on, Lorelei. Shit. Hey, it's Paige Dolby Evans, your game master, host, and resident dog person. I just wanted to say that the Junket podcast wouldn't be possible without the talents of the lovely people behind the characters. That's my wife, Leonie, as Dr. Faraday Zenith Lewis, Duncan as Corel, Elle as Captain Mitchell Crick, Shona as Schlurp, and Jess as Lorelei Wide Wanderer. 
Our show is powered by a modified version of Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition. To learn about the custom rulings, mechanics, and aliens that make our game possible, you can visit our website, thejunkitpodcast.com, or just ask us on Twitter at thejunkitpod. Lastly, if you're both willing and able, you can support the show over on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash thejunkitpodcast. That's all from me. See you in a fortnight.